as Christians, we are asked to do something really difficult. We are asked to believe, to put our trust, to give our hearts to a truth that is very difficult to see and impossible to prove, which is that no matter what the ways of the world would tell us, that God's love will triumph, that God's love will save, that God's love will redeem us, no matter what it is. That's hard. That's hard to get our mind into. It's hard to get our mind into when we're the third grader who has an undiagnosed learning disability and is struggling and feels like the whole world is stacked against her. That's difficult when you're in college and you're struggling to make your grades, struggling to have friends, struggling to be away from school. It's hard when you're starting in a career. It's hard when you're having children. It's hard all the way through your life to believe that even when it feels like all the powers around you are stacked against you and making things harder for you, it's hard to see beyond that and see and trust and believe, and not just believe with our minds, but to lean into, to give ourselves to the truth that we proclaim as followers of Jesus. That because of Jesus, because of Jesus' birth and life and death and resurrection, whatever the world says to us isn't important, ultimately, the only thing that matters is that God loves us no matter what, and that's hard to lean into. It's especially hard to lean into in the season of Advent, when most of the language that we use in our worship, in our prayers, in our readings, are scary-sounding readings. When Jesus comes back, we're supposed to be excited about that, but even Jesus himself describes it like the flood. You know, he says, people were just eating and drinking and getting married, and before they knew it, whoosh, the flood had come and swept them all away. That doesn't sound very hopeful. How in the world are we supposed to lean into that? Who wants to lean into that? The coming of the Son of Man, Jesus describes, the Son of Man being the image that Jesus uses, that the, the, the Jewish faith in particular in Jesus' day, the image that, that was used to describe when God will come and, and fulfill all of God's promises. When the Son of Man comes, it's like a thief in the night, he says. That's not exactly a warm and cuddly image, and I like warm and cuddly images. If you want me to have hope in something, don't scare me. But the problem, of course, is that I live a life that is mostly uh, pretty good. I don't know about you, but I, I like my life. When someone says to me, I've got something for you, it'll change your life, kind of my instinctive response is, no, thank you. I like my life pretty much just the way it is. You've, you've heard me say that before. But for the people who were listening to Jesus back then, for the Christians who, who told the story to each other, and most importantly, at least for me to remember, for so many people in the world today, the message that everything will change in an instant is not a scary message. It's a story of great hope. That if someone came to me and said, you know, everything that you take for granted in your life will be turned upside down in a minute, that just makes my chest tighten a little bit and, and makes me draw in my breath in that way. But what does that sound like to someone who's being persecuted because of their faith, who's, who's been imprisoned wrongly? who's had all of their financial resources taken away from them, who's, who's begging on a street corner, who's eating in a soup kitchen, who's sleeping out under a bridge. If Jesus came to them and said, at any minute, at any minute, 
God will come and turn everything on its head. Wouldn't that be good news? This time of the year in Advent, we are asked to do maybe a threefold difficult thing. We are asked to do what we're always asked to do, which is to lean into that truth that no matter what the world would say to us, God's love is bigger and God's love will win in the end. And that's hard enough. But during Advent, we're asked to hear that good news in the context that one of these days God is going to show up and turn everything on its head. And we're supposed to hear that as hope. And that takes work. That takes a spiritual practice. But the third thing we're asked to do in Advent, which might be most difficult of all, is for us to lean in to those individuals and those situations and those moments that are all around us, in which there is no sign of hope except that God will come and make all things new. I might not need God to turn everything upside down for my life to be okay, or at least I've convinced myself that I don't need that. But the truth is I need it. The truth is you need it because we all need it. We live in a world where we still wait with bated breath for God to come. And the only way we can anticipate that with joy is by starting from that place of leaning into the truth that the powers of the world, even when they are stacked against us, at any minute God will come and change all of that. That is good news for us and for the world. And we have to lean into it this time of the year especially. Let's pray together. 